Let's keep this rolling, hey. Hey, guys. Yo, yo. Back once again, two guys and one blunt. Thank you to everybody who's been listening so far. Thank you to everybody who's following on Instagram. If you don't already, it's at two guys one blunt on Instagram and soundcloud.com slash two guys one blunt. And potentially by the time this is out, we might also be on iTunes. So just basically follow us on Instagram and we'll tell you where we're at. Yeah. You you better follow us. Please do, please. So today, uh, what do we, what do we, what are we doing today? Well, we're having a nice little breezy podcast today. We're going to be uh, sipping on some Lagunitas beer, the collaboration that they had with Absolute Extracts. We're going to talk about that in in detail and have a little private tasting of our own. Yeah. And alongside that, the uh, super critical hop blend, hop cannon cartridge oh. that they released. We will also be sampling that. That's Absolute Extracts and Lagunitas too. Talking a little bit about some of the news that we've seen recently. Uh, the final regulations are in place, so we'll we'll touch on that a little bit. But well, let's let's dive into these hops. Yeah, um, let's start let's start with a beer and a cheers. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to us. Happy Tuesday to everybody. So, I was ecstatic to find out about this because I'm a big beer fan. Lagunitas was actually my first like IPA that I liked. Okay. Um, I, f- I think I found out about it through them actually because I follow them on Instagram. And I found out about this a year and a half ago and haven't seen it, haven't gotten it anywhere. And then I saw it, what, like a week and a half ago or something like that? Perfect. Got a five and five, uh, five milligram THC to five milligram CBD one and a 10 milligram THC one. Nice. I'm gonna, I got dibs on the CBD, zero calories. That's so important because we, we all know calories, man, those... You don't want those empty ones. Those, yeah, those pesky calories. Maybe. You want the nice full ones that keep you satiated. Yeah, if only we could build a wall to Out keep calories away calories. from us. Oh, you know, isn't that how you fix I mean, things nowadays? I'm not one to encourage the mentality of building <laughs> walls. That's all I'll say on that. Uh, oh. Okay, so are they both hi-fi hops, or are they each different? This one names? says hi-fi hops. This one also says hi-fi hops. Okay, uh, so that one is the uh, THC-only variety, right? Yes, the purple one. This one is purple. It's beautiful. It's the Lagunitas style. It is an actual, like, beer, amber, 12-ounce beer bottle. Uh, let's see. This IPA-inspired sparkling beverage is made using everything Lagunitas knows about hops, but with zero alcohol. Would you hear that, guys? Zero alcohol. Oh. Zero so wait, calories. are these both zero alcohol beverages? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, zero alcohol, zero calories, and zero carbs. Infused with THC from the finest sun-grown absolute extracts cannabis, it's good to have friends. Call us and let us know what you think. 707-262-6196. Man, we really should be getting paid for all of the coverage that we give to, the, the shine that we give to these companies that we like. Yeah, um, all six of you guys absolute extracts. think about buying this. Lagunitas, hit us up um, <laughs> if we can be of service in promoting what you guys do because we're already doing it um, and enjoying it over here in our own yeah. time. So might as well reap the rewards. Um, okay, let's let's taste them. Ooh, all right. Hi-Fi Silver. That's this one. Hi-Fi Silver. Hi-Fi Silver. And that's CBD and Are THC. We? Yes, five and five. It pours. Oh wow! It's actually got a 
ahead. That's on their website. They 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 point out that you know hops and cannabis are cousin plants. Oh, ASMR. This is a high time, good beer, inspiring a provocative yet refreshing non-alcoholic alternative. Wow, listen to that. Fizz, I'm gonna take a sip, I can't. That's from the Brew Monster wow. at Lagunitas himself. That smells absolutely delightful. delightful. It looks great as well. Like this is a very, it almost looks like some kind of uh, sparkling Prosecco, like a cloudy yeah. Prosecco. Yeah, looks like a nice little bubbly lemonade. Wow, that tastes delicious. It tastes delicious. Let's let's see. Very refreshing. I could easily drink seventeen of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's worryingly good. Wow. I feel like there's some sugar or something. Like I'm. There's a sweetness to it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like a like a grape sweetness almost. Mm, but it's like Lacroix light, you know. Uh, it's like a dry hopped Lacroix, but with a little more body. I don't know. I I don't know those drinks too well, but mm. I get what you're saying. It's like a like a subtle sweetness where they're trying to deliberately not have a lot of sugar. Okay, so you just heard the sound of Hi-Fi Silver. Let's see how Hi-Fi P. Let's see how P sounds being poured into a glass right now. Oh my god. This is some high fidelity P, folks. Where does it say P? It's just purple. So apparently we've turned into an ASMR podcast. Oh yeah, that you, you hear is the sound of a little bunch of little tiny bubbles. I think it might be the same hops. It smells similar. It looks more golden though. Yeah, this is definitely yellower. That looks more like mango. Maybe some light mango juice. More tart. A little more tart. More tart. I think. They're both very Ooh. smooth, though. Ooh. Both very, very smooth and eminently drinkable. Yeah. Like, ooh, refreshing. Man, this is... This is huge, folks. <laughs> I feel like you could crush these at a party and have a great time, no hangover. Sound like a commercial. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, we, we are. We should mm. be. Let's uh, have a couple puffs of this super critical hops. Wow. Yeah, I'm down. That sounds like a great combination. Absolute extracts. I didn't know much about them until uh, I, I didn't pay attention to them until I saw that they partnered with Lagunitas. And wow. Very smooth as well. Oh. Really great. So it's a hop blend. Premium distillate oil as well. Sun-grown cannabis again. Um, 78% THC. So not slacking in content over here. And the ingredients are just cannabis oil and hot blends from Lagunitas. So I would imagine that they have, in the same way that a cannabis grower has like coveted mother plants, do Lagunitas have coveted mother hop plants? Because there's a, oh. uh, you were telling me that there's a similar uh, variety in terms of the terpene profile you can get from different Yeah, yeah, hop terpenes plants. and hops are beautiful. This tastes amazing. Yeah. This is hop. If you're a fan of hops, you will absolutely like this. There's no, there's no way around it. 
Yeah, Absolute Extracts generally do a, a pretty great job with uh, all of their vape cartridges. Their ACDC is definitely one of my preferred examples of an ACDC. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Great job. Great job all around. Lagunitas and Absolute Extracts. Not that I would say either of us were surprised by <laughs> that. We knew Lagunitas to be a very uh, well-respected and prominent beer company for good reason. I mean, and the same with Absolute Extracts. I think they've been smashing the game for years now uh-huh. in, in vape cartridges. And I'm sure they have their detractors, but can't say anything bad about this one. I wonder... This is so nice. I feel like adding sugar would make it unstoppable. I like how they give you the option. I feel like I could add two sugar cubes to this and it would be like the dankest lemonade of all time. You mm. know what I mean? But I like how they don't force that on you. They give they give you a sparkling water that tastes great. A s- I solid feel background. like for the, the setting that you're most likely going to be drinking this in, I would prefer it the way it is where it's it just has that kind of background note of sweetness to it mm-hmm. but for sure if you were hosting some sort of summer party or block get together then yeah throw them in a throw it in a big bowl you know oh, what I've i mean this lime. could be punch this could be punch for the party it's mm-hmm. that it's that drinkable yeah yeah absolutely what a wonderful punch no alcohol though i feel like that's risky for me at least uh yeah well as long as you are having a party of people who are experienced alcohol imbibers exactly then you'll be fine um, but yeah, great job, great job, Lagunitas. You're gonna get some lime. Yeah, I think a lime on the rim will be really nice. All right, folks, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> All right, we got limes in beers now. I'm squeezing some lime drops. You wanna try this? Uh, I'm good. I wanna know a little bit more about this uh, this humulene and myrcene content Ooh. that makes the hop plant a a uh, good consumption choice for cannabis people a little friendly a little friendly daparoni from the cousin um i know oh dude smell that with the lime it just really lime generally sets off most mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh so great, great. like all beer like all good beer uh, a lime can just help elevate that to another level. It brings it out. And the um, limonene is also going to increase the clarity of my high. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the thing that I'm I'm curious about because we know that terpenes don't affect you in the same way once they go in into your mouth mm-hmm. uh, in the form of liquid or food well, as they do when you inhale vapor or smoke. Your um, capillaries don't absorb the limonene? Um, I'm not sure about the actually mouth I'm, absorption that you I'm get. Fairly, that it's got to be. I'm gonna jump in because I'm excited. I know limonene has like really awesome transdermal properties. Like, and being a solvent, three times more powerful than butane. I'm willing to bet that there is some like legitimate limonene sublingual activity happening. Yeah, uh, I don't know. the The guys from Tricom Institute are pretty adamant about the fact that. The way that terpenes work when you eat them or drink them is not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Like, I agree that like a. So I'm just curious as to what the benefit is of infusing things that you eat or drink with terpenes, mm-hmm. if they're not going to offer the same effect as when you breathe them in through vapor or smoke. Yeah, I, I, I would put my money on limonene and not too many others. 
but I would be willing to bet limonene's getting some action. Because of its solvent properties? And specifically, like, what I did, like, lime juice in the mouth. Like, you know, you put limonene on a cupcake, I don't think that's going to do anything special. But lime juice in the mouth, like, that's one way to actually, like, chill out a high, apparently. You know, if you get too high, make a nice little iced lemonade with some black pepper in there. Yeah, the, I thought it was more the case of the black pepper with the beta caryophyllene. I've been hearing more and more suck on a lime. You gotta crack suck it and make some. You actually gotta smell it. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta really smell the fresh cracked black pepper. Or eat it. Eat a peppercorn. Mm. That'll fucking do it too. It gets all up in your business. But I've heard mixed reports on that. I've heard some people have had anxiety attacks and then have tried to chew on a piece of black pepper and it worked. Other people, uh, they tried to chew on it, it didn't work. Some people, it was mm. enough just to smell the fresh cracked yeah. black pepper. So I think it's obviously, in as with most things, fairly individual. But uh, yeah. I'm just curious because I keep hearing from uh, from that side of things that oh no, you know you can't you can't talk about sativa edibles and indica edibles because the way that terpenes affect you when you ingest them is completely different. That I stand I stand behind that 100 percent because largely the terpenes are like embedded in the mixture. You know, it's in a tootsie roll. That's not even getting broken into until digestion happens, which dis- just decimates terpenes. You know, I, I fully agree with that. I just yeah. mean specifically, like there are some ways to get terpenes to be beneficial sublingually, and I would be willing to bet that limonene sublingually, because mm. I know it helps, uh, it's a carrier. It will like help carry uh, other molecules other, through other the molecules. skin layer. That's good. That's good that its uh, transdermal properties are mm-hmm. very strong. But the main things in these drinks are humulene and myrcene in terms of, like before you added that lime. Yeah, yeah. Would have been humulene and myrcene. Those would have been the two most prominent things. If I had to guess, um, um, let's find out a uh, terpene profile of hops. And I wonder, did you find on the bio what type of hops? Because Lagunitas is really... Like no, I would imagine they're keeping that kind of close to their chest, right? In terms of no, they no, no they're just do like they, you can fucking try to do it this way. This is our hop cannon, you know. Like they have right, but isn't it a blend of hops of different types of hops in the same way that some pre rolls are a blend of different? It might strains? be some of them. I'm will, I'd be willing to bet that they did a single hop thing too, and they'll gladly say like this is a centennial hop, you know, dry hop. Okay, Cascade hops is really popular. Here's a terpene profile of. One of my favorite hops. This is amazing. Oh, folks. Folks, we've got some certain cousins for sure. Cascade Hops uh, Boulevard from Kansas City. That's uh-huh. like one of their prominent hops. That's a, a brewery? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Brewery from Kansas City. Uh, Cascade Hops, very grapefruit. Like super lemony grapefruit candy, cotton candy aroma. Like truly a special hop. And so mm. this is a terpene profile of Cascade Hops. Uh, high spectrum gas chromatography we've got I don't know what these numbers mean come on give me a breakdown folks uh, all right well present we've got alpha pinene beta myrcene beta pinene alpha felandrine delta 3 carine limonene cymene linalool geraniol citrol 2 beta caryophylline and alpha humulene Woo! Uh, and it looks like that was in descending order. So in the order of most prominent. I, I don't know. I don't know what these numbers mean. 
Okay, so yeah, they, there's a very varied terpene profile to hops, just like mm-hmm. there is to cannabis. But it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like I was just reading a cannabis strain breakdown. Yeah. Short of the philandrine, I've never heard of that before. That's interesting. Alpha felandrine or philandrine, I don't know. Also known right. as beta pinene. Oh, uh, okay. One of those where they want to make it look like they have a more exotic terpene. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, and I think Delta 3 carrying is something else too. No, that's a turpentine one. Yeehaw. So humulene is pretty, uh, the, the percentage that you get of humulene in cannabis is like, modest levels let's say in as the makeup of a hop it's a greater percentage is that fair is that accurate i don't know i i couldn't say for sure but it just based on the fact that it's humulene itself is named after hops is pretty important you know what i mean yeah according to leafly some of the strains with high amounts of humulene death star headband thin mint girl scout cookies Original glue and Candyland. I would agree with uh, that glue for sure. I feel like humiliating. I'm surprised by headband. I always thought headband was uh, more of a mercine kind of strain. Hmm. But I've smelled some headband I've smelled has been really dank, like very like dank, dank. And I feel like part of that is the mercine, though. Apparently. The, according to Confidence Analytics, the abundance of humulene and caryophyllene often go hand in hand. So if you find a strain high in one, you'll probably find it high in mm. the other or relatively high in the other. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, I just love how Cascade Hops, it's all terpenes that are present in cannabis. I mean, can you find Lagunitas's though? Let's find out. Hi-Fi Hops. What are the benefits and ef- benefits and effects of humulene? Um, I, I might have some anti-cancer potential apparently mm-hmm, yeah. um, it's present in a lot of therapeutic grade oils for healing purposes that date back centuries as many of these essential oils that are being rediscovered in many ways because cannabis is making terpenes cool again and I'm sure aromatherapists were trying to get everybody down with the benefits of terpenes for many a year um it also plays a role in how the body metabolizes drugs. Woo! Humulene. So, might that's a pretty clear sign that it's going to modulate your high. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll which it. we always say, you know, terpenes are more responsible for the high that you're getting. I like to modulate my high. A modulated high. <clears throat> a, a high that isn't modulated is a high that isn't worth having. That's what I say, because that's what fucking THCA feels like. Nice. THCA dab feels like an unmodulated high. And it's just like... It's a very narrow frequency of a very wide bandwidth. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. I can see that. Any sign of those uh, Lagunitas? Lagunitas. Secrets. Them secret hop concoctions. Hop concoctions. Oh, somebody made the pun high nickin. Like H-I-G-H, Nikon. I mean, if Heineken were going to do a beer, I would expect them to call it Heineken. Heinekind. <laughs> um, what was the pun in reference to the Heineken? Uh, SF Weekly Review. 
Heineken brew. We taste tested Lagunitas Hi Fi hops. Oh, I see. It was a press release for, uh, or one of the press releases for the Hi Fi hops. We've often dreamt of hops and their cannabis cousin partying together at the family reunion. Yeah, that was what we were saying at the beginning. Yeah, baby. It's high time that good beer. Wow, I love it. Did you read this earlier? Yeah. Well, I, I sort of paraphrased it earlier. Gotcha. Um, and then I was looking just at the differences between the two, but you were reading those out in the little ASMR section yeah. that we had earlier. Shouts to anybody who enjoyed the oh, ASMR. Man. Please leave us a comment if you want more ASMR cannabis segments. <laughs> And generally, just send us uh, any suggestions for shit you think we should cover to uh, two guys one blunt podcast at gmail.com. Did you get to try the uh, super critical from Lagunitas, their cannabis terpene infused IPA? No. So, was that an alcoholic one? Yes. Okay. And there was no THC. They sold that at the tap. I believe. I want to say I had it. I'm like, I know I had a hemp, the hemperer. From I like how they have a timeline of their 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 efforts that gradually led them to the hi-fi hops mm-hmm. all the way up to 2018. My first beer that I ever brewed was actually a copy of that 2001, the Chronic, aka Censored Ale. Nice. That was like, I've been loving Lagunitas and their constant references for weed. Well, they've obviously been uh, thinly veiled proponents mm-hmm. of it this whole the time. Undercover investigation shutdown ale is one of the funniest concepts. Like, they people came in. They were rumbled. People came into the brewery. They had an undercover investigation because they knew they smoked weed in the brewery, and they were trying to get them for selling weed. And so they'd send in undercover cops and try to buy weed from them. Be like. Yo, can I get a dub from you? And they're like, no, don't worry about it, man. Here, just smoke it. Take a rip. Take a rip. And like literally for two years, they couldn't pin anybody down because they, because they were just giving it they away. They would just give it away. And uh, they finally like caught him for smoking a bong in the brew room, which violated, you know. Some sort of health code. Yeah. And so they shut down for. Uh, shut down on a technicality. Exactly. Weekly 420 parties get busted by the feds. That's what it says. So they have weekly 420. Fuck. These guys are so cool, man. Brewery gets shut down. In commemoration, Lagunitas brewed this especially bitter ale years later. God bless. God bless California. And the funny thing about the chronic beer, where it just says censored, uh, it was chronic, K-R-O-N-I-K. They sent it in to the state or whatever to approve the label to be on their alcohol bottle, and they mm. said no, that you can't reference weed on an alcohol label that's look who's winning now motherfuckers well the funny thing is they covered it up with censored just over the whole thing as a joke and sent it they're just like all right fine fuck you yeah and they approved it they're just like oh cool looks good yeah just like uh i guess we'll put it out like that like that with a big censored block over it yeah it's it's beautiful yeah well the fcc what the fuck do they know about Mm -hmm. anything this is the uh the ttb don't don't ask me what that stands for all right that's uh that's who was uh governing that situation the ttb committee (laughs) ttb well i mean maybe this is one of those things that we'll be able to enjoy in west hollywood when these social consumption lounges come oh lagunitas on tap hi-fi hops on tap that'd be pretty great
Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, some kind of arcade. Like kombucha? An, like, you know how a button mash and bar 82 and things like that are a thing. Yeah. Imagine if you had that, but you just, you know, it was like weed-centric or THC-driven. That's epic. Folks, this is epic. This is epic. Folks. This is the start of something. I mean, this is... It, it, they're pioneers, and uh, I think a lot of people will be looking to imitate them. Lagunitas, I just thought of your million-dollar idea based on the marketing from your website. Hit us up at... Buy, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just going to give it out there. Somebody make this happen. I'm not going to spend the time on it. Uh, buy out an arcade and make it a sick 90s retro-themed weed arcade and call it the Narcade. The Narcade. <laughs> I thought you were looking to make things less punny in cannabis. Hey, no, man, more that's... So that's a pun worth fighting for that's also why i'm just like you know what fuck you you guys can take that idea yeah i put about 10 seconds into that one you can take it yeah i would like to see that become a reality though for sure i think uh there's a very good chance that something like that will happen if not that that exact thing something in the in the ballpark meow wolf collab with lagunitas have an experiential oh shit son this weed just opens the opens the game to all sorts of experiential parties and entertainment yeah well they haven't even scratched the surface with that kind of thing yet <laughs> like an escape room in west hollywood where you just get like high as fuck and you're just like oh shit <laughs> shit dude i mean that sounds like a pretty terrible time actually it could be fun that's a surefire way to kick up somebody's anxiety uh, you know you put them on a timer you make them oh really high God. and send them into a room to do a bunch of puzzles that sounds that epic. does not sound like fun how could you make it not intense? Like, how could you, like... It's like you lock yourself into a room and... <laughs> make then, like, it more friendly to how it feels to be high. What if it's a surprise? Instead of an escape room, it's like an explore room. And, like, random... Mm. Like, the doors will open and then, like... That's much... Sounds kittens, much better. Four kittens <laughs> just run out into the room and you're like, oh my gosh! Like, it's like one of those YouTube videos. Is there still a puzzle involved? Do they each, like, carry a clue on their bellies or something? Oh, yeah. There could be... It could be, like, adorable puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adorable puzzles. You just have to pet the kittens in the right order. So that they don't induce anxiety, you know, or, mm-hmm. or they're less likely to. Wow. Wow. Marshmallow escape rooms. Gen X is Gen escape rooms. Gen escape rooms. <laughs> just puns today, folks. This, uh, that's a good sign of how this is kicked in. Uh, pun levels are on about a 9.2 right now. Uh, we're about, let's see here, 27 minutes in. Sounds about right. Yeah, I'm just uh, puffing away on the hop cannon and reading over these finalized regulations. <laughs> I feel, you know, I feel interestingly, I feel literally elevated. Like the experience of drinking a beer, and this sounds super nerdy, I know, but like beer usually <laughs> sinks into your body, you know, and kind of expands from your belly. And like this is just like in my head. Hmm. This is like clearly very cerebral. Yeah, it's like I'm drinking it and it's just going up into my head. Do you f- do like, you feel like that makes it more sociable or less so? Um, I can see it be overwhelming because uh, I am pretty sensitive. I barely ate anything today too, but luckily hmm. I'm doing the five and five, so five milligrams THC. <laughs> oh, for a second I thought you were talking about a diet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing the <laughs> no, five yeah. and five diet. Five um, and five diet. Five pieces of bread in the morning <laughs> yeah. and five pieces of cheese at night 
<laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but it's actually five milligrams yeah. of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. THC and CBD. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which is nice, dude. This hop is. I love this thing. Well, I mean, I don't know whether I should give people the shitty news first about the final regulations or the better news. Let's go with the shitty news first. No tax relief, unfortunately. So that's kind of bullshit because not that's for medical. Not for anybody. No, no state tax relief. Um, the tax reform will have to be dealt with by state legislature this year when uh, election time happens, if people are to do so. So Californians, if you think you're paying too much tax, which I think we all agree we are, then make sure that when November comes, you vote uh, on the corresponding uh, point that refers to decreasing taxes. I mean, to one more point about that hop thing that I just fucking hit, that tastes like you're just inhaling a bag of fresh hops. Like that is really a, fre- <laughs> a freshly harvested bag. <coughs> I don't know about harvested, dried, freshly for a cured, a nice cured yeah, bag. I couldn't. I didn't, I don't think I've ever smelled a fresh hop. Mm. Uh, you know, a live hop. But a fresh bag of dead hops. <laughs> fresh bag of dead hops. Mm-hmm. Sounds very appetizing. Um, fresh dead. It's my favorite. We're but loving yeah, back the, to the regulations. Loving the hops today. Humulene, the Humulene sponsored podcast today. I'm all about it. Um, yeah, back to the regulations. That that's a really shitty one, the tax one. But hopefully, if people I see where that's going, mobilize uh, themselves. That like, can we get a good question? I may just have not done any research about it, but now I'm like, hey, let's let's see a breakdown of where this these tax dollars have gone. Maybe it's cool if I find out that it's actually you know helping people get out of prison for marijuana sentences. Oh, it's definitely not. Sentences. You know that it's I, not yet. Yeah. There's there's no way that that's happening It's going right to the now. wall. It's going to the wall, folks. Yeah, this futile wall <laughs> effort. That's where it's going. Um, Sorry, yeah, I mean, some stores are trying those weird, like, no tax today, or they pay part of your tax things to get around it, but it's making it very difficult for the legal stores to operate in the framework that they've been given, which means that the black market continues to thrive, which completely negates the idea of a legalized market. (laughs) So if the BCC actually wants cannabis to succeed in California, then they should be actively looking for ways to lower the tax. And I hope that the people who have the ability to do so take the right decision when it comes to voting in November and hopefully we'll get some relief tax relief next year mm-hmm. other shitty stuff uh, it's still only mm-hmm. cash only so you know prepare yeah. for those those high ass ATM fees if you show up to the dispensary with no cash but by now you should know better have you t- heard or tried of Lynx cards yeah I've heard and not tried but uh, it's just a roundabout way for people to be able to pay with a credit card or a debit card um, I like it it's a cool system i think it's pretty fascinating (laughs) it's a system that is difficult to convince people to sign up for because it requires an additional step once you get to checkout yeah and you know it seems sketchy it needs to be tied to their credit card yeah i don't it's a little much i just don't trust it i don't trust them yeah, I, I mean, listen, cash, th- there's advantages and disadvantages to it, but one of the things that you can kind of be sure of is you don't have to worry about any of your details potentially being hijacked somehow electronically mm-hmm. if you are one to worry about that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't um, So still cash only, but hopefully we'll see more interstate banking or intrastate banking 
mm -hmm. solutions this year or advances on solutions. Child-resistant packaging is also going to stay, which sucks because it means that there's less likelihood that companies will have the ability to be eco-conscious and green and kind of keep packaging to a minimum in general. But maybe that will also change as people realize that it's not the end of the world when you don't have childproof packaging on an eighth. Mm -hmm. uh, good news, lab testing remains strict. I mean, I think we mm -hmm. both good are... For us. Yeah, we're both in favor of that. This is obviously the era of the most expensive eighth you will have probably mm -hmm. bought thus far, but also the eighth that is most likely to have been through the rigorous check uh, of, of a lab test so that you know you're getting some clean smoke. I just bought some connected and alien labs weed. I'm about to roll up right now. You know their slogan? Oh. Uh, 2069 shit. That's that's number. That's the most. They're on. They're on some future one. shit. Yeah. Future 20 hashtag 2069 shit. Yeah. But also, oh dude, I totally just lost my train of thought. Way to go. You're about to roll. Yeah, you're. Uh, I'm about to, to roll. Way to go, Humilian. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, I'm high right now. Um. Fuck. What was I talking about? The connected flower. And uh, lab tests. I was saying lab testing. Oh yeah, is designer better. weed. Yeah, that's another slogan that they have. Designer weed. Mm -hmm. I designer mean, weed. They definitely play to that crowd, and I can't lie. I'm, I'm, I'm toking it up right now. I'm eating it. We're oh, on that shibachi. Right we're on that shibachi. You're smoking shibachi, dude. I'm about Flex. to roll up shibachi. Gosh, we're so lame, dude. No, I mean, listen, it's well priced, competitively priced, and it's good tree, um, and it smokes pretty nice and clean. Not an all the way white ash, but a nice gray ash. For um, the price, it's right. For $25 an eighth, essentially, even a little under that with the obvious, you know, bud tender, bud tender discount. Bud tender perks. You know. You Hashtag know. You brand ambassador do, perks. You gotta do the research. You gotta do the research. Nobody else would, you know? Yeah. I do miss those days. I actually got in probably six months too late because I never got those research grams, those homework those legendary homework grams i mean it is what it is i'm sure that they'll find a way to bring out bring that back um i i have faith that we'll get samples and, and research and homework grams again i mean that shoot, time dude. will come back around sample city man i'm telling you like we're i paid for this because i like lagunitas but like samples are how i'm gonna get the product out i just got these g pens mailed to me I never would have tried this shit, and I'm trying it right now. I'm giving it an honest try, and because you know, I'm a I'm a bud tender. I'm yeah. gonna be the one to sell that. You want to be informed so that you can inform. Exactly, and because information sells. And not that I care about that. I care about informing somebody, but then I talk about something long enough, they're gonna be like, "Shit, that's actually something's gonna hit." They're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But yeah, so the, I'm trying the G-Pens, it's, you know, I'll, I'll say to be determined. We'll do, I'm, I'm one device in. TBD? TBD. They give me three devices. It's out of control. This just kind. Shoutouts to G-Pens kindness. Shout out to G-Pen, shout out to Green Lane. You guys are everywhere. It's crazy. G-Pen, designed in LA. Big so. Tings Aguan. Big Tings Aguan. I don't think yeah. I can say that. I don't know how to <laughs> Um... <laughs> Okay, so yeah, those are some some of the the bad the bad parts of the finalized regulations. No yeah. tax relief, still cash only, and uh, you know, those are not good. But the lab testing is good news. Uh, I think eventually will be good news when 
it gradually becomes a more normalized process and therefore becomes cheaper and then that decrease in cost gets passed on to the end consumer i think it'll be overall a good thing um, you know what i want to i want to mention something and i am high so i'm just gonna keep doing that all right <laughs> but uh i think that transparency now especially with an industry like cannabis that's so well associated with all these like transparent tendencies you know every everybody's like yeah transparency like i want to know what the government's doing I want to know the fucking terpene profiles, guys. Like, god damn it. Like, let me see what's in that bud. Well, anything tested after Jan 9th will have to show that. I don't think they have to make it public knowledge, though. They It just goes from distributor, you know, it just has to be tested. Like, that's it. You don't have to share it. Wait, but I think an end consumer still is, has to be able to see that COA. Really? Yeah. On the on the terpene test, any any bud that is manufactured, or whatever that essentially means, whether that that was one of the things we were talking about last time. We didn't know whether it was at the point of packaging or at the point of arriving to the retail outlet mm-hmm, that it's considered mm-hmm. the cutoff. Yeah, um, I think it's man. But yeah. we're gonna start seeing that I think in the next couple of months and maybe even in February. So, um, yeah, give me your fucking terpenes, guys. God damn it. Let's see some of these terpene tests. Terps, terps don't lie. Get, yeah, terps get, don't lie. So get them terpies out. You know, let's see the it. Terps don't lie. Um, some of the good news, though, aside from the lab tests, we're gonna have better personal data protection. So dispensaries don't need to take all of your personal info and track your purchases over time, like some of them may have done previously. So if they do, that's still just on them. That's not uh, required anymore. I mean, full full disclosure, if some company is like combining all my purchasing data to like figure out and, and <coughs> Google. Breed, <laughs> Google. Google. And breed new strains based off of my purchasing habits like I'm all about that show me some crazy granddaddy granddaddy wedding cake I don't think anybody's built that kind of neural network in the back end of a, of a cannabis POS but Elon that would Musk. that would ideally be the thing where you you walk into the dispensary and it knows what you've bought and then makes you suggestions in the same way you know yeah. Spotify learns what you like to listen to and in makes the same you way that we do recommendations that as tenders with the yeah. customers it's like yo you Mr. OG man like check out this OG that came in today some people are really hard to read you know <laughs> yeah hey, check out we got this OG with high percentage you <laughs> how did you know it you know me so well it's like yo dog you're eighty percent of the California market. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's going to be a lot more of that now. With uh, the finalized regulations, you're now going to have products and services jumping in that are happy to play because they don't have to worry about emergency Dude. regulations anymore. Uh, rep, uh, shout out to PAX. Shout out to PAX. Fucking killing it with s- strings-free tech monster mash. <laughs> they are, they're killing the game, and they don't even have to touch weed, touch any crazy license like that. They're just like... Here you go. You you fill it up with the nasty stuff. You take care of all that legal. Nonsense. That's where the big money is at right now, for sure. All the ancillary businesses, people who don't ancillary have to touch businesses, people who don't have to touch the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a while before the plant businesses become normalized enough for them to be completely taboo free yeah. in terms of involvement. Yeah. It's gonna be a minute. Yeah. Come on, folks, stop stop smoking weed because it's cool. Yeah, smoke it because you care. Yeah, because it does something for you because it helps you somehow or you know 
share with other people how it might help them. Um, or at least look deeper. I would say just look deeper into your own experience, even if you think you are just consuming recreationally. There's usually something more that you're getting from it than you know, just the enjoyment of inhaling and exhaling. Mm-hmm. Something that you set on fire, which is already fun. What's that? Have you seen Walk Hard? No. The uh, John C. Riley. he's pretending to be who? Uh, Not Johnny Cash, right? He's a combination of Johnny Cash and Johnny Lewis. All those, like, hilarious documentaries that they did. Oh, okay. It's like a satire of every... Every one of those. But he has a scene, he does LSD with the Beatles and Jason Schwartzman. (laughs) Jason Schwartzman. Schliffin' mouth. Jason Schwartzman. Jason's Jason's Sean Connery on the podcast today. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman playing Ringo Starr. He pops like there's one scene. He's just like, I just like to have fun. (laughs) Something like that. That's me. That's me on weed, right? Yeah. I smoke weed for anxiety. I smoke weed for depression. I just like to have fun. (laughs) No, except all three of those are me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's usually multifaceted. It's not one-dimensional most of the time it's nice that i can have fun and chill out on the same drug yeah i'm glad that i I was much more inclined to go for uh weed than alcohol when i feel like they're the first two substances that you could really you know lose yourself in i mean caffeine is kind of the same perhaps but I, I didn't learn about caffeine at the same around the same age, like 14, 15. Cannabis and alcohol started to become possibilities, hmm. you know. That was in Europe, though, right? In teenage shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, and this is mostly in the form of hash. Hmm. You know, good old Moroccan hash. I mean, that sounds about right for potent, I was potent pretty sheltered, Moroccan to be honest. Hash, yeah. Small private school. Like, there was, like, one kid that, like, smoked fucking leaves or something and everyone was like oh my god did you hear about that he's the badass Mm -hmm. the one with the reggie it wasn't even weed i think it was literal like grass out of the lawn oh but it was that was still like such a rebellious thing to do yeah or it could have actually been weed and i was just that fucking stupid chances are high on both i put a lot of my involvement in it down to friday the movie uh definitely made weed seem very appealing and cool at -hmm. a time where i was already into hip-hop and was you know seriously in awe of Ice Cube and people like that so, interesting uh, Friday definitely had a big impact Half-Baked not so much what about uh, other like stoner flicks for you and do you have any that you liked I, that you I don't know about that movies, were influential but I can say uh, I how high went to I it wasn't a movie for me necessarily yeah. I went to um, I was relatively ignorant maybe I didn't even know that these were drug references happening I went to high school freshman year a friend turned me on to bob marley and pink floyd i hadn't listened or Hmm. really heard of either of them and i feel like those two what a wonderful time to discover those (laughs) two i feel like those two i I think i smoked weed for the first time maybe one month or two months after. giants of music yeah like so i feel like those more like bob marley talking about weed the whole time Mm -hmm. and it's such great music I, i sound I, have you heard of Bob Marley, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You know he this. Smoked <laughs> he smoked weed. He smoked weed. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So I feel like Bob Marley is the one that actually introduced me to ganja, as he says. Yeah. The herb. Excuse me while I light my spliff. The holy herb. 
Did he do tobacco spliffs or was it cannabis like that he just referenced? You never know. You never know. I mean, it might have been some like raw tobacco leaf mm-hmm. in there. I'm not sure. I, I I'd like to think he was a purist, pure a pure green kind of guy. Same as same as I am these days. Yeah, that's funny because I like to think he smoked tobacco because that's what I do. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this, folks. Block, will you find out? Whether or not Bob Marley smoked tobacco? Yeah, Block, look it up, please. <laughs> Block is our uh, assistant. feline assistant. <laughs> He's posted up. He's posted up right now on your leg, looking all sorts of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Having a so grand old time. Interesting thing about uh, the whole hop immersing thing, I think, is that th- the study that. Uh, Dr. Ethan Russo references when he points towards the fact that Mersin is responsible for the couch lock effect. Uh He points towards the, uh, I guess, clinical trial of that sleep formulation that is uh, hop, Mersin derived from hops. It's a sleep formulation in Germany Hmm. that like clinically helped people go to sleep. And so he uses that evidence as a natural sedative saying that like this must be the one that really sedates people in cannabis and that it's pretty it, it's not proven 100% but he, that's that's the study that he takes into account that's like actually clinically proven and then bolsters that with a lot of his personal evidence I'm sure yeah yeah it's just interesting putting that into context of like does that mean that the mercine derived from the hop is especially sedative uh, or is that is Mersin's it, Mersin, you know what I mean? Right, but Mersin in concert with THC and Mersin in concert with alcohol are probably two different effects. Hmm. So yeah. I'm just wondering Interesting. in the sense of the fermentation process that hops will go through in the making of the beer, right? Like what does that do That's to the point. alcohol Mersin combo? Yeah, and I then, wonder if it's even. Do you get because because the thing is the thing about saying it's mercine is mercine is like we don't inhale mercine by itself. Exactly. You know what I mean? We're in, we're inhaling the whole ensemble over here. On the Wikipedia article, it says like uh, mercine is like rarely found in nature. Even mm. you know it's it's hard to find in its natural form as mercine. Yeah, the other plants that we reference that have it are usually found in very very minuscule amounts. It's actually it's formed from a from another terpene like when it's heated mercine i'm gonna pull up the wikipedia on mercine real quick because it's just a cute little cute little fact about it the mercine factoid yeah have quite a terpy episode today All the terp, yeah terp it lovers. has not been found in nature wait oh i think they might be talking about alpha yeah they're talking about alpha mercine mm. um and we're talking about beta Oh yeah, so mercine is produced by the pyrolysis of beta-pinene, rarely obtained directly from plants. Pyrolysis involves fire, pyro? I believe so, yeah. The thermal decomposition, uh, yeah, it's the irreversible change, like cooking an egg. So yeah, that's mercine comes from the burning of pinene, and then the burning of mercine turns into our favorite carcinogen, known as benzene. Mm-hmm. Our favorite carcinogen. <laughs> Everybody's most championed carcinogen. 
Yeah, that's the reason for the warning on all your cannabis folks is this beta mercine right here. Most prominent terpene in cannabis. And also super chill. Yeah, well, and something we'll be seeing a lot more. This is a lot DJ. more of, and and I think hearing about in a more direct way. Cuz you think do you think like the way that companies are going to pitch what they're selling is going to change because terpenes are going to become much more uh visible I to the mainstream. So. I think that the companies with good terpenes are going to be the ones bragging about it like check Yeah, the it. smart ones already do. Mhm. I would say It's all about the terps. I'm into Just it. Looking at this handy weed maps infographic. Nicely illustrated health benefits of various different terpenes. And it's been there. They've been pushing that for years. They've been educating us on terpenes for years. Yeah, and the, whole, the other side is all about cannabinoids. So, Just little things like this, I think we're going to see people picking up more where... I'm not sure people were really consuming these bits of information when they would go into dispensaries up until very recently. Very and recently, I would say. There's really not much to do with the information. The, the, that's one of the biggest problems, is there's no reason to like memorize it because you don't know the terpene content. Right. You know, there's no like real-world analog to be like okay now that i know this i can try my mm -hmm. thcv dominant strain with a lot of alpha pinene yeah like yeah it's well, all thc and it's all mercine right now speaking of things i hope we see more of i hope we see more thcv THCV, options. cbd give me some cbd cbc sounds cool i think cbg i think that's been used in a mary's medicinals um cream that was mm -hmm. supposed to be antibacterial interesting uh, it's supposed to have quite potent antibacterial qualities. Let's see, actually, does it reference it on this chart? CBC. It says that it relieves pain, inhibits tumor growth, relieves anxiety. Nothing about being antibacterial. I might have. CBG kills or slows bacteria growth. My bad. Mm. Not CBC. I see. So, uh, so we also found a, an interesting little <laughs> article earlier. Uh, why don't you so tell this, us a little this about So this happened, uh, I don't know when it happened, but an LA doctor is in trouble after prescribing marijuana to a four-year-old. Uh, this guy, a Hollywood physician, Dr. William Eidelman, diagnosed a boy with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and bipolar disorder before recommending marijuana as the treatment wow wow in Indeed. what form does it say did he did he suggest tincture was it whole plant <laughs> he's misbehaving in school and he's like you should have you thought about giving him marijuana <laughs> wow i mean that's it is kind of shocking Four as much as old. Does it reference at all whether there was a specific any specifics given? Here we go. After a 30-minute visit with the boy and his father, the doctor wrote in his chart that the child had a probable combination of ADD, ADHD, and bipolar disorder and should try cannabis in small amounts in cookies. Okay. Recommended 
cannabis for the father's ADHD and bipolar. The boy so, found him grossly negligent for determining the boy's diagnosis without consulting a psychiatrist, which is absolutely accurate. I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah, this and is... And to just recommend that somebody eat presumably a THC cookie at the age of four? Yeah, so here's the... I like the way this article takes it. This is from LA Cannabis News. Shout out to LA Cannabis News. Yeah. For uh, uh I like... Good report. Um, the board did not find fault with Eidelman for recommending marijuana to a child. The decision states that there is not enough scientific evidence to disprove that cannabis could have benefits for children. So it's, it's, I like, the headline is misleading. Uh, well, actually, I guess it's not. It's just interesting to read further and find out that it's actually like under some circumstances that would be appropriate. And that's mm. not what they're finding wrong with this. It's the fact that he diagnosed a kid with bipolar, a four-year-old with bipolar disorder after a 30-minute visit. That does seem grossly well, negligent. Well, I mean, unfortunately, that's how most of the, most people's prescriptions and recommendations and advices are given is in 30 minute chunks because doctors don't get enough time with each patient but that is i'd say grossly negligent is <laughs> probably you. accurate unfortunately and as, like as much as we'd like a doctor prescribing or i mean i suppose we shouldn't even say prescribing because technically you can recommend cannabis you can't prescribe it because it's not federally legal so uh as much as we'd like a doctor recommending a four-year-old cannabis to be a success story, uh, this it is not. Okay, so the rest of this article by Soumya Karlamangla on LA Times. Oh, okay. So there's an, there's, that was the abridged version. This is... Yep, that was LA Times, folks. Shout out to LA Cannabis News for copy-pasting the LA Times article. <laughs> <laughs> or at least admitting it at the end of their copy-pasted yeah. version. Oh, wow. So that's not even the full article. They link to LA Times. It's like, okay, you've read this far. Gotcha. We got, we got your click, but if you want the info, we'll give, you, we'll give you the info. That's clever. They still get the traffic. That's all they care about. You know, I... I but let's... I guess we don't even... There's no reason to have the conversation about yeah they it's okay it's okay to give weed to a kid I, I think that giving ritalin to a kid is fucked up as shit so like fuck it if we're gonna give him ritalin like i think weed in really small doses especially like cbd with just a touch of thc that's not gonna like affect brain development or any like emotional regulation you know yeah. I, I feel like that's really important to pay attention to and like Holy shit! They're they're giving kids Xanax and definitely barbiturates like uh -huh. fucking clonopin and all these crazy ass drugs. Yeah, drugs with way more uh, implications for negative side effects. And yeah, side effects such as sudden death. Like if you stop taking them, there's a chance that you can just die. That is insane. Yeah, which I've heard they have to mention if it just happens with one person. That's why the side effect lists are so long. Because yeah. like if one person in the whole study experiences it. Right, then it's a possible side mm -hmm. effect. But like, what the fuck, dude? Somebody, like, this happened in a lot of them. Like, they stop taking it suddenly and then it's just like, they just die because they stop yeah. taking Yeah, the, the chemical imbalance caused by stopping was too severe for the body to continue. Yeah, they they decide. Wow, I don't know. 
That's crazy. Well, I mean, in that in that light, you can definitely see recommending cannabis as a positive. But even then, like as much as we know, it's it has a high safety index that it's non toxic. That at worst, there's no chance of death. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you say, given in the right ratio at the right dose, I'm sure there could be benefits for uh, a child struggling with focus. I also wonder about these constant ADHD and ADD diagnoses that you see all the time now. It just seems to become become like more and more common. Yeah. Bipolar seems pretty severe to diagnose after 30 minutes, especially as a doctor when yeah. you're a psychiatrist. Like, I feel like it's already overdiagnosed, but holy right. shit, just like your clinical That definitely physician. needed to be verified in some capacity um, <laughs> by a, was it psychiatrist or yeah. Psych- yeah, psychiatrist? Um, well, I mean, I think it's it's not just a failing of the of the doctor. I think the failing of the on the doctor is like not giving precise instructions in mm-hmm. regards to dose and ratio. He, he may have. He may have. May have. It wasn't reported, or it doesn't appear yeah. to be reported. No, it's um, not. it doesn't seem to go. The into- the 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 blame on the medical system is that being the framework for the doctor to do that in. You know what I mean? The fact that that's what. The doctor has to work with in 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 terms of being able to provide any kind of solution for a patient is here's 30 minutes go for it so here's the thing the dad said he felt like a guinea pig because they tried ritalin and found them not only unhelpful but harmful he said he felt like a guinea pig he started giving him the cannabis cookies in the morning which calmed him uh-huh uh, but the bad behavior returned in the afternoon, so the father asked a school nurse to give the cookies to the boy at lunch. The nurse turned the father over to Child Protective Services and law enforcement, leading to an eventual medical board investigation against Eidelman, according to the board report. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't read well for anybody involved, really. He estimated that he has written more than 10,000 letters recommending cannabis to patients over the last 20 years. What in okay. the world? I don't... Okay. What in the world? He says... He said he has long recognized that conventional medicine was a, quote, train on the wrong track, quote. On his website, he offers several unique treatments, including one in which cigarette smokers affix to their ears a device that emits electric currents and thereby reduces their cravings for nicotine. From the beginning of my career, I've been looking for things that really worked and weren't toxic. Toxic, Eidelman said in an interview, and cannabis mm. really works. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, he's not wrong about that. It, it does work, and it's not toxic, but it it needs to be done with accuracy. Mm-hmm. A lot of care. Like, yeah. come on. Come on, dude. What are you doing? What are you doing, Doc? Like you're you're fighting the good fight, but you must have been really high that day or something, because <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, four years old is young to be recommending any kind of any substance. I would I would feel. Um, he is sixty nine years old though. The doctor. Yeah. Oh. Giggity. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Go As ahead always. 
Go ahead and give yourselves a big old hug from us. Much love. Two guys, one blunt. Remember to follow on Instagram. Like on SoundCloud. Follow on SoundCloud. All that good stuff. Let me get a puff off of that. and We'll uh, see y'all on the other side. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening again. We love you. Doctor, 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 doctor. doctor, doctor, doctor.